Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Bank Holiday Monday, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And of course, you can check me out on Drive today. Yeah, even though it's a Bank Holiday Monday, I'm still working. So make sure you join me at four o'clock. And of course, for the rest of the week. Anyway, we begin with Antonio Conte Spurs beating Nottingham Forest at the City Ground in the Premier League. Here's all the fallout on TalkSport. And it's finished. Nottingham Forest nil, Tottenham two. Spurs up to third in the table, level on points with Man City. Two behind Arsenal, a brace for Harry Kane, who also missed a penalty. And he moves level with Andy Cole on 187 Premier League goals. The first half, I think, we, we suffered. We suffered a bit. But in the second half, uh, we did well. We did well because uh, we used uh, much more our midfielders. And uh, we created a chance to score the second. Uh, we missed a penalty at the end. Uh, a, a good a good result in uh, the other three games I think we deserve it, we deserve it to win uh, but we know that uh, we, if we want to be competitive we want to go in another level we have to continue to work and to try to improve the fact of the matter is you see obviously we've not played fantastic against Forest but we've still scored two you know granted you've got teams like City and you've got teams like Arsenal having a decent-ish run at the minute but Arsenal do not have the depth and the capability that Tottenham do City are only real contenders at the minute we keep playing like we are, there is absolutely no reason why we cannot win the Premier League. Time now to hear from the Forest gaffer, Stevie Cooper. Well, my overriding feeling is we've, we've lost the game. So um, that's my, like I said, my initial feeling is we never want to be happy if we don't get something out of a game and we haven't today. So let's not lose sight of that. But, you know, lot, lot, lots of the performance was really good. Our build-up play and the way we played through the lines and got in and around Spurs' box was, was good and the team that we, we aimed to be. Uh, what we didn't do was the next bit. We didn't threaten the goal well enough. We got into enough good areas and had enough good territory to, to do that. And we've got enough good players on the pitch to do it. And we, we've never managed to... Uh, to quite get there. On to the Claret and Blue derby, where David Moyes' West Ham beat Stephen Gerrard, Gerrard's Aston Villa. Aston Villa nil, West Ham United one. The players are literally being booed down the tunnel just beneath me here right now. It's not a happy place, Villa Park. Yeah, listen, we expected West Ham to come and, and be organised. Uh, they're a big, powerful team, a lot of profile in the team. Um, and we wanted to pass the ball really well around that and we said to the players you know when we get into the final third it's about our outcomes and our quality that just wasn't there today you've got a choice you, you feel sorry for yourself and um, 
Yeah, you go into a shell or you roll your sleeves up in your act and um, I've challenged the players in the dressing room to, to roll the sleeves up. Uh, I've got confidence and belief in them, in myself and my staff. And the only people that can fix it are us. But um, we certainly share our fans' frustration today. On to the boot room now with Alex Crook, Anton Ferdinand and Darren Ambrose. Everyone's going to say that. He needs to pick up some results and it don't get any easier. I think Arsenal next, then Manchester City. So it's looking a, a tough time for Steven Gerrard at the moment. And like Anton said, I'd like to see him given time. It's a, it a poor he's, game He's today. had 10 months. He, he has. What I mean is time this season. I'd like to see him... I, I say in terms of every manager, I'd like to see him till the end of the transfer window and then five games after because that's your team. You've kind of picked that team. You've, you've probably not got everyone you want through the door, but you've got some players in. There's a lot of noise coming out of Aston Villa in terms of the captaincy change. That hasn't helped but going so public over that. But it's not as big deal as it's made out. I think all Villa fans have astray with the way that he dealt with Tyro Mings. It just, it just feels like it's unsettled things. Like everyone keeps saying, he doesn't know his best eleven. This obsession with Buendir as well, he, he's, he's our best player. Um, we all say it and he, he doesn't seem to play him enough. He won't play him and Coutinho together. He just he just doesn't seem to know how he wants to play, who he wants to play. It's, it's just odd. Sam, cheers for the call. Let's bring in John, the Aston Villa fan. John, I think you're quite definitive that Steven Gerrard's time at Aston Villa should be coming to an end. Yeah, I, I absolutely think so. When we had uh, Dean Smith in charge, you know, we had this togetherness of a squad that, you, you know, we haven't had in years. Two weeks ago uh, at home, we had defenders arguing amongst each other. We had players arguing amongst each other. And it's it's ever since that this captaincy has been, you know, stripped from Mings. I, I don't really know what his angle was with it. If he's going to take him away from captaincy, fine. But you can't just take, you know, a player that was captain, rip him out, throw him up in front of the media do nothing with it and then not even giving him voice captaincy and then tell him that he can only play when he looks him in the eyes the Villa fans are being a bit harsh at times I think because he kept you in the Premier League last year he'd done well they were never going to go down come on they were, they were, but he's, he's done what he needs to do he kept him in the Premier League last year he's now got his own players give him a bit of time you don't get Coutinho. You know, everyone was going crazy when Coutinho came to the club. Oh, we've got him because of Gerard, because of Gerard, and all of a sudden, oh no, get rid of Gerard. Whatever David Moyes said at halftime, clearly did the job. They've got the win in their 1,000th Premier League game. Full time here, Aston Villa nil, West Ham United one. We look at it and think that that's two wins now, and uh, we take a lot of positives from it. A really good clean sheet for us today. I just think the level of the Premier League at the moment is really, really competitive. The standard for for all the teams there's very little between, you know, whatever teams and you know you have to take your wins and when you get them you sort of walk away and say thanks very much. Now here's the reaction to the other Premier League clash where Eddie Howe's Newcastle nicked a draw at Bruno Lage's Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's the fourth time in the last five meetings between these two sides at Molyneux that the game has finished. Wolves won, Newcastle won. Newcastle maintain their unbeaten start to the season. A superb game. It's finished one all. There were some really good bits. There were some bits that we need to improve. First half was a little bit disappointed overall, to be honest, coming in. I thought we hadn't really stamped our authority on the game like we needed to, to really control it. I thought there were some decisions that we probably, when we're playing at our absolute maximum, wouldn't have made with the ball. Um, but still, I thought we were well in the game, even though we were behind. Second half, I thought we were much better. Controlled the game, made better decisions, and eventually we got re- rewarded for that. I saw my team every time fighting for the result that we deserve. And then, uh, in the end, when you look for the, for the result, it's, it's only a bit frustration. So, frustration because we play well, we control 
everything, frustration the way we suffer our goal, and frustration about the decisions against us, about the VAR against us, two strong decisions against us. On to the former Premier League striker, big Tony Cascarino, discussing Manchester United. And despite beating Southampton that weekend, he claims they don't look like a top four team. Oh, excuse me, just bored of that one. Have a listen. And they have done it largely with a similar team that beat Liverpool on Monday night, but without the energy, without the power, without the intensity and ferocity of that night at Old Trafford. Yeah, scrappy, dig deep, you know, something you'd expect, but you always expect that with Man United and way more, as in quality. Mm. You know, they set standards for the best part of two to three decades under Sir Alex Ferguson, and it was sometimes scrappy and messy and you don't get your own way. Southampton were terrific. I thought they really made a game of it, made it difficult for Man United, defended well through, got bodies in front of the ball. Sancho wasn't particularly good again yesterday, nor was Rashford. Elanga, all of the forwards, apart from Fernandez, who sort of stepped up as the captain role yeah. now, has come in and took his goal brilliantly. Rashford makes a run to the near post, it comes back to Fernandez on the volley, edge of the box, rifles it home, and Manchester United score the opener. Very scrappy performance by United and very even game. You could easily make a case that Southampton could have easily got a draw at least out of the game. And they don't look like a top four team to me. Really? They just don't. Still. Man United just don't look. Even with Casemiro coming in and whether they got Anthony, they still look well short of being a top four team to me. Now, here's the fallout from the weekend's boxing at the O2, where YouTuber and my new best friend, JJ, or KSI as you know him, won both fights in one evening on TalkSport. He's the YouTube megastar, promoter, entrepreneur, recording star from London, England, known in the ring as the Nightmare KSI. KSI with a big right hand there, Sean Schiff ducking and diving, bobbing and weaving. Down he goes. Now being ordered over to the neutral corner, he seems okay. Takes the left hand to the body, down he goes, and that will be a count from the referee right at the start of the round. And then he waves the contest over. A little bow there from KSI to all four corners of the arena. His record now goes to 2-0, undefeated as a professional boxer. KSI! For the second time tonight, KSI makes that ring walk. Tonight, though, he takes on Luis Alcarez Pineda. He gets up on the count of nine, and the referee waves this one over. And KSI has got the second win in the night, and he has beaten the professional boxer, and this is what this was all about. Two KOs. Yeah, buddy. I said it. I taught the talk, and I walked the walk. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Back to big Tony Cascarino now on Bournemouth getting tonked 9-0 at the hands of Liverpool on game day. Take the positive. We've got three points on the board already and you've got three big games out of the way. Two of them away. Two of them away at Man City and Liverpool. Yeah. So a really difficult start you know, we've had. Scotty Parker, you, you could see him. He was absolutely shell shocked after the game, and and he's feeling for his staff, his team, everybody involved in Bournemouth. It was painful. It was absolutely painful. It was a tough, humbling experience what we've had today. Really, you know, when I joked the other week and saying when Bournemouth went to Man City, well, you should take a three 0 and don't turn up. Right? Okay, you've been beaten nine, and it wasn't a nice day. It was a horrible experience. Get on to the next game as quick as you can. Scott Parker must be absolutely destroyed. But this was wonderful, wonderful stuff and wonderful football. Did Jurgen Klopp patronise him a little bit with that cuddle on the touchline? I felt like he did, yeah. I felt like he patronised him a little bit. Now, we don't know... Would you have pushed him away? We... I, I don't know if if I was a manager potentially not pushed him away but we don't know what was said he may have said something to him you know they may get on off the field but for me before the game was even finished to see him do that it, it did look a little bit patronising Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.